I mean, I got beaten up pretty good on the demos and all the guys, you could hear them gasping. They were like, if he did that to her, what is he going to do to us? You're listening to Mix Martial Arts. I've been lucky enough to grab some time with my dear, dear friend and teacher, Diana Rathborn. Diana is a severe ass kicker in all aspects, not just physically. She will motivate you and she will make you do stuff that you really don't want to do when it comes to training. Both Rick Fay and Arjan Chai both say that she's probably in the top three tie pad holders in the world. And uh, Di, I'm apologizing now. Yes, she looks like a hockey mom. So when she kicks your ass and you're like, wait a minute, why is this housewife giving me a beat down? you'll understand why I really believe in the transformative power of martial arts because you don't need to look like a cage fighter to kick ass. And the great thing about Diana is, as much as she can kick ass, she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. My name is Diana Rathborn. I'm a martial arts instructor, self-defense instructor out of the Minnesota Collie Group in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So first of all, Di, I'm going to ask you, when did you first start martial arts and why? Well, first, Mick, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for asking me. And... Uh, I started martial arts in 1991 because I had a job in a department store as a store detective. So my job was to arrest people who were shoplifting. And I had played a lot of athletics, but I had never learned how to, I don't know, I figured it'd be 16-year-old girls and I could pick them up and take them out the door. And it wasn't and I couldn't. And if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you started martial arts? <laughs> 28. You see, that's one of the things that I really like. That's normally the dropout point for a lot of people who do martial arts. Did you train anywhere else before you met Rick Fay? No, I did not. And in fact, I had friends tell me a bunch of times that I should go and train with Rick Fay at his martial arts school. And right. I said that I did not want to do martial arts because I did not want to wear jammies and bow to some man that I did not know and call him master. <laughs> Trust me, I know Diana well. Uh, if there's one woman on the planet that will be not banged down to anybody, it's Di. When I first walked in, a few things appealed to me right off the bat. There was no uniform. It was very casual. People were being athletic. Everyone looked like they were having fun. It was the most violent thing I had ever seen and the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. Yeah. And the workout was phenomenal. So it was a really heavy workout. And uh, the person that was being demoed on was being bounced off the floor in ways I didn't think you could legally do to somebody. I'm going to embarrass Diana now. I'm just going to say, just give us a brief outline of your qualifications uh, so this might take a little bit of time, but no, just quickly, if you can say it. Uh, okay, so I have been privileged to be awarded uh, a level four instructorship under Rick Fay, a full instructorship in Jun Fon, and a full instructorship in Kali under Gurdan and Asano, a full instructorship under Grandmaster Chai in Thai boxing, and a coach level certification under Eric Paulson in combat submission wrestling. I've seen you once, I think, or maybe twice in a gi, but you've also done Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well, right? Yes, I have. And do you see that as part of your future training or do you use it? I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I think it's really fun. I really like the training and the the position-to-position drills and repping out certain things. I'm less fond of the competitive part just because I'm... 
I just can't hang with most of the people that I'm trying to compete with. Yeah. So it's not as much fun for me if I get tooled on. But if I can work the motions and, you know, how to make me move from one position to the next or something like that, I, I find it fun. The workout's awesome. Yeah. The people I train with are great. I Definitely. just really enjoy the training. Especially in the UK, there's this massive thing about self-defense, which to me looking at it, I sometimes find it quite laughable because we're, we're bound by a lot of constraints legally because everyone thinks that they're able to do, you know, go to the nth degree when they realize that basically after they punch the guy twice, they're looking at some time in jail. Um, and we can, you know, through the Minnesota Carly group, especially and the Inno Santo method, we, we have guys who we train alongside of and study under who, who teach like the real, real McCoy. You know, some of the, um, one of the guys that I'm really trying to get hold of is Marcus Wynn. And I know you've done some work with Marcus. Diana's smiling for the benefit of the guys who can't see it because Marcus has got some really great, you know, stories. So, you know, if you don't mind me asking, you know, as a woman, what's that like going into an environment where, and it's, it's pretty much male, it's almost always all male. I, I've done two all women's um, events, and it was phenomenal. That aside from the women's self defense, yeah. But for the most part, you know, a, a group where it's ten percent women would be a high percentage, right? So I've done Eric Paulson's training camps back in the early two thousands, and there weren't a whole bunch of us there in the Thai boxing camp under Master Chai. There's always been more more women in that, but. I don't mind going into a group of all men and, and either training or teaching. You don't have to name who you've done work for, but yeah, just a brief outline of some of the some of the people that you've trained and what they do for a living. So um, it's been a you know the whole spectrum. The benefit of uh, training under Rick Fay is he's I've been able to go with him to train church groups senior citizen groups, all the way to some, uh, you know, different law enforcement agencies, um, individuals, and groups of all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't, if you don't mind me uh, getting you to share the story that you turned up once with Rick to help assist. And as the guys were coming in, sign in, will you uh, just say what, what happened? Well, the this was the first time I had assisted Rick in a law enforcement uh, seminar. So I was taking people's names down and checking them in at the door. And when they walked in, they sort of looked at me like, is she bringing us the coffee? And what is she doing here? These guys were huge. I mean, I think the biggest guy was six, eight, which I, I don't know how you convert that to. No, no, we, we, we use six, okay. six, eight. Yeah. Don't, so, the metric system yeah, hasn't gone no, that good yet. Okay. So, yeah. um, but then Rick pulled me up to demo on me and, uh, he slapped the living, I mean, I got beaten up pretty good on the demos and all the guys, you could hear them gasping. And they were like, if he did that to her, what is he going to do to us? Mm. So I think they were, they were really happy to have me there to take the beatings that they, so they didn't have to take them. This is Jamie Goodall in uh, Mansfield, Nottinghamshire, UK, and I train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at Empire BJJ in Mansfield. I'd like to see Tully go up against Captain Kirk. I think Tully, with his hand pointing and his eyebrow, 
But then you've got Kirk. Oh, I think I might have to call this one a draw. You know, they'd probably sit down, have a beer, and probably pick on Spock. You know, that's how they roll. Mix martial arts. Die. So, you know, future, what would you like to work towards? Boy, um, well, right now my interest is firearms. So I would like to get, uh, I'd like to become a good shot with a pistol uh, and then integrate all the different different firearms tools there and then figure out how to put it all together. Just to, just to interrupt Diana, I've <laughs> been shooting with Diana and you know, she's actually laughing and smiling about it now because my firearms training is basically watching Bruce Willis okay. and Mel Gibson. Yeah, did you hear the oh God under her breath there? Uh, we went shopping once. Uh, we went No, we went shopping that ended up going shooting. And we went to, we went to a range. That's we, our shop. Yeah, yeah, that's where we went, right? And first of all, Diana is an awesome shot and she's nope. a real dead eye. Trust nope. me, she is. Uh, and secondly, there's a whole protocol that I, I, I just don't get, do I die? I didn't you, work it out. You, you were a little slightly possibly unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Di- Diana, Diana was at my shoulder at all times and telling me to calm down and we'd already done a dry firing drill and she'd ran it through all the time and how percentage wise how much did I listen to you well there was the whole taking the finger off the trigger part that that you missed but aside from that you were fine (laughs) yeah you see when you watch a lethal weapon you think that's how it's really done it's unbelievable I always use you as an example as probably the least most martial arts artist I've ever met because you don't no it, stick with me on this <laughs> because you 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 get it, but you don't you don't understand why people take it so seriously. You know, it's a means to an end for the training, and there's a bigger picture behind it all. You don't buy into any of the mystical nonsense, and you know you know that physics works. You know, so. It, it, do you think that will always that that will always stay with you? You know, you won't start looking for it to be more than what it is. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, I I think I'll keep it probably in the spiritual, the not spiritual. I mean, it's a piece of it. You have your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and intellectual components, and martial arts is a development vehicle throughout your lifetime. Self defense is something you want to be able to use right away. But to keep going in the art and develop yourself in all those different areas, I, I think what is interesting to you will change over time. But I think the physical part will probably always be of primary interest to me. Who inspires you the most in your day-to-day life right now? In my day-to-day life, I would have to say uh, Guru Dan and Asano. Because he um, is always learning. He's always working to something. He's always looking to help other people. Um, He's probably the most humble person that I've ever come across. Unbelievably physically talented. And uh, he is always, always working hard. So you go to the Thai camp and you're tired. He's still training. So when I'm whining, I look over and Guru's still working hard, and he's not complaining. No. So, that, uh, it, yeah. It, no, it's, it's exactly right. Uh, my my BJJ, well, my BJJ coach's coach is Braulio Estima, 
and Braulio, who's a, he's a world-class athlete, and he said Gurudan is a legitimate BJJ player. And, oh, that, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like, pick what art, you know. The guy's world-class at how many different arts. Um, and he is. He's, a, he's just a great, he's a great person's example to follow. And he's probably the least most likely person to want anyone to ever follow him, which is just, it's, it's you know, his humanity, just everything about him is cool. Am I right? He's an amazing man. Yeah. He's uh, unbelievably, in terms of martial arts, uh, unbelievably functional if he needed to be. Yeah. But for him, the art is about love, you know, about being a better person and, and helping out helping out other people throughout their lives and uh, yeah, we, we, so, yeah yeah it's i most people know i'm the least most cosmic person on the planet but uh there's this effect where i know the mission statement is creating a better functional human beings for a better functional world right yes. you, you you've obviously seen that yourself in your day-to-day life right absolutely and you know being uh, having the opportunity to train with Rick Fay on a regular basis or at his school and with his instructors and the other people that come into the school. Um, you know, Rick Fay, Rick Young, Terry Barnett, Eric Paulson, all these uh, phenomenal martial artists that if push came to shove, they would probably come out okay. Um, the example they want to follow is Guru and Asano. Yeah. And it's not because of the amount of violence they can do. It's because of the amount of good they can do to those people, for those people around them, with the art. It's, I don't know if that was the question. No, no, that <laughs> no, that is exactly that's exactly right. It's that strange paradigm where uh, you have all these people who are in martial arts, and there's um, there's there's some broken people in martial arts, and there's there's people that really really need help, and they're they're not getting help. In fact, th- th- their problems are being compounded by the way they train. Yeah, and then. You have this paradigm where if you've, uh, if I can, I'll try and get Rick Young to do a podcast. But trust me, there will be, I will be on my best behavior. Trust me. Rick's one of the only people that I make sure that I behave myself around all the time. But, uh, and, and for, no other, for no other reason, he's, a, he, uh, he's quite stunned. But um, the, there's this paradigm of these guys who, are, you know, if you met Terry Barnett, would you ask him for directions to the local coffee shop? Absolutely. And does he look like a guy? No. Uh, and then when you see him move, your brain almost frazzles because you're like, nobody moves that well. Normally you get the intent. So, yeah, there is the real yin and yang. We are CSB Coventry and we are listening to Mixed Martial Arts. Yeah! What? My name's Mixed Martial Arts. Um, oh, no, my name isn't Mixed Martial Arts. What am I saying? I need to think about this. And thinks he's going to have to edit this. No way. People are going to love this stuff. You're listening to Mixed Martial Arts, and my guest today is Diana Rathborn. We've already talked to Diana about her qualifications, but one thing I really wanted to know was about how she reached the level that she's at right now in Muay Thai, because it's one of the toughest martial arts in the world. The grading especially for the Arjans, one of the toughest examinations that they have is simply called the tie test. And that's probably one of the most arduous things I've ever seen. 
I've never done it. And I've been close to tears watching uh, others do it. Let's put it this way. Uh, it's one of those things that I'm actually not going to actively go out and look for. Uh, some people want to climb Everest. I'm quite happy right now not having to do it because I know it's just going to hurt. Uh, the tie test, the training, I asked Rick Fay three times if I could take the test. And twice he said no. So I asked a couple years apart and I said, can I take the tie test? He just said no and walked away. And uh, second time, no one walked away. Third time, he looked at me, said, okay. And I said, if I start training now, can I take the test in April? And that was in September. And he just said, you can train for it. But on that day, if you don't, if you look like you're not ready, then I'm going to tell you, you can't take it. So I trained, there were a bunch of us that trained during that time. My training partner for that particular test was Drake Ritchie. And uh, he's Drake 6'4", and about, at that time, maybe 240. Yeah. And one of the ways I learned to hold tie pads was I had to hold for Drake Ritchie. Wow. Um, and, yeah, so you just, you learn how to hold pads and be a good pad holder. And early on, I realized, because I'm not the most athletic person, that if I can be a good training partner, then I will always have somebody to train with. Yeah. So I don't have to keep up with them on the output end but if they're if they like to train with me then i'll, I'll have people to train with all the time that, it's funny you just said something alan pizan says this all the time uh al's actually now he's the less famous member of the double act which i just have to say that to al he gets to hang out with keanu reeves and uh pamela anderson and send me pictures of him with billionaires but i'm more famous than you now Al, so beat it but al always says that if you're a really good training partner you're a better martial artist because you understand it because uh, you you understand people's strengths and you understand their weaknesses, but you bring out the best in them. Minnesota Carly Group has this reputation. Obviously, we have the nothing is sacred. The sense of humor can just be sometimes just this side of being a little bit off. And No, it's on the other side. It's on the other side, right? Yeah. You see, I was being diplomatic. <laughs> right. And I've seen you sometimes uh, as the, the butt of jokes with Rick as we train, has he ever embarrassed you? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I know, you know when you ask a loaded question, you know it. Uh, right. Um, so my favorite, if you want a story. Yeah, this is it. All right, so my favorite Rick Fay embarrassing me moment was, um, I went with him to assist on a law enforcement, another law enforcement group. Yeah. So there's no female officers in the group. It's all men. And it was supposed to be a ground fighting seminar. So I'm sure you have a big Brazilian jiu-jitsu audience. So yeah. you know that you can make your partner fart uh, anytime you want. Yeah. Right. So we're in this room. It's all men and me. And I'm and Rick gets in a mount position and makes me rip the loudest, most echoing fart of all time. Right. And nobody laughed. It was just really <laughs> bounced off the walls. And <laughs> it was just hideous. All those officers were mortified. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was awful. Diana, thanks a lot. It's been an absolute <laughs> honor and privilege. Thank you, Mick. It's been an honor. No problem. Thanks. My name's Nathan Johnson. I'm listening to Mixed Martial Arts. Why aren't you? I like your style. Nathan's the second best looking dude in. Uh, British Brazilian Jiu Jitsu after me, obviously. Is that right? That's pretty true. You want to say hello to anyone? Hey, ladies. <laughs> so, this is the part of the show where I get on my soapbox and I give my opinions on a few different subjects. On this 
mixed martial arts meanderings, we're going to talk about your body and how you should look after it. I know that's going to sound quite cliched when some of you guys actually, you'll be surprised because these dulcet tones, when you see the body that's behind this, you know, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, if Phil Mitchell and Bob Hoskins had a love child and he came out at 46, this is the result. Um, so it might sound like I'm uh, not that well informed to say this, but after 30, nearly 31 years of training, I am quite in. Uh, the fact that I'm still competing, still training, and still relatively in one piece, uh, when I look around and see some of my contemporaries, not only smashed up, but it, you know, getting replacement knees, replacement hips. You know, these guys, these guys in their 40s, early 50s tops. Um, you know, we're we're supposedly doing something that is is there to enrich and enhance your life. And uh, you know, the the pain is just weakness leaving the body. No, pain is the body saying this shit really hurts. We should stop this right now. And uh, I really believe in that. You know, there's there's discomfort, but you know when you're in pain you know you're in pain i can only speak from my own personal experience you know my fingers are broken from punching people in the head uh, if they're not the dislocated from jujitsu so you know that's the price i'll be paying in years to come with the the, the inevitable arthritis that will come with that and my daytime job um but that's a small price to pay because i'll always be wear and tear you know even a rolls royce will need a service every now and again but um, I just see some guys out there, especially in the MMA generation right now, we, you know, there's there's some bad times coming. And I don't want to sound like I'm the David Icke of martial arts. I'm not going to start talking about people being reptilian and stuff. But um, I see repeat concussion. And I just don't think that's going to be good. We, you know, we've seen where that's going in America right now. Uh, that isn't good for you. Uh, anything that actually just busts up your body just isn't worth it. And as much as, you know, I really believe in competition and you might have, you know, you, you'll have picked up on it right now. I really believe in competition if you're able to do it. You shouldn't suffer, you know, and I mean needlessly, you shouldn't suffer for it. So, yeah, if, if you are training and you're going to, you, you know, you want any sort of longevity in this game, just go easy on yourself. Because most people really don't give a crap about you, by you. So you really need to look after you. Train safe, train intelligently and train that's it that was my meandering there for this week so if you are thinking about going out and doing some sort of iron man craziness i'd advise against it but you know if that's what floats your boat get yourself out there all right take care On the next show, I'm talking to a guy who's got some pretty amazing stories. You know, I had a, a cyst in my spinal cord, which affected my movement, and so it was going to stop me from walking. The first doctor I saw said he would either kill or paralyse me if you operate. Wow. So then the second guy I saw said, yeah, no, it's fine, we can just operate. And I was like, uh, you know that guy I saw earlier, the other specialist? <laughs> the one that said he'd yeah. kill or paralyse me? Oh, no, no, we'll be fine. Okay. That's Brendan Westwood. Find out who he is on the next episode of Mixed Martial Arts. Please subscribe and every Friday you'll get another episode as soon as it's ready. Mixed Martial Arts is a Paint Your Headphones production. That cheesy radio DJ voice I just did, that isn't how we're going to talk. Because yeah. I saw your face go, go, go am I going to have to match this guy in cheesiness? No, no, I was no. just like, damn, man, nice. Uh, wow.